Say what? Say what? Say what? The Welcome to the Hell With It Podcast. I'm Walt. And I'm Royal. Alrighty, man. Early voting. Lions are wrapped around the building. Good. Very good. Pleased to see it. You know, but we can't just stop, you know, with just these few days. Uh, you know, again, and it can't be stressed enough, your very life depends on it. Our lives depend on it. You know, if if we're looking for changes to take place, major changes that are going to benefit us all, and I mean each and every one of us, no matter what the color, race, creed, or nationality, got to get out and vote. It's a must. If you have to stand in line three, four, five hours, hey, and, and apparently these people weren't disturbed by it. You know, they didn't care how long they had to wait. You know, what was so important is that they got their votes casted, they're proud, they can breathe a sigh of relief, but we can't just stop there. For those individuals, our listeners who haven't voted yet, got to get out and vote. Important. Your life depends on it. Don't be fooled by the polls saying Biden is up uh, 10 and 12 points. Absolutely. And, and these these, what you might hear that, Biden have this wrapped up in the bag. That a lot of that is just a way of trying to prevent you from going out to vote. They want you to say, "Oh, it's already done, so it's no need for my vote." No, you still need to go out to vote. Because if you remember, in 2016, Hillary Clinton was ahead, and look what happened. Yeah. yeah. So, still vote. Don't listen to what they're saying in the polls and, and with all this that he has it wrapped up in the bag. You need to go out and cast your vote. It's very Absolutely. important. And, and and if you have a mail-in ballot, by all means, take it directly to the, the, uh, uh, the county office. Or if you take it to the post office, have them to certify it, stamp it. You see it right then and there. And... If need be, like what I did, hey, I, I, I got a certified. I paid for it. It was well worth it. I know that it was delivered. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So that's another consideration to take into account. If you can't stand in line to vote, get your mail-in ballot. Don't sit on it and take it. Your life depends on it. And... This is what the Republican Party and 45, a.k.a. Patient Zero, was afraid of that so many people would get out and vote. I mean, there's yeah. record turnout yeah. all across the country. And I believe country. that they said this is the largest ever. Yes. So yes. that says something as to just how important this vote is, this election. And at the same time, you know, they're, they're still trying to find ways of suppressing individuals' votes. It's ridiculous. You know, Texas, for instance, one ballot box per county. That's ridiculous. Yeah. 
What are they afraid of? You know, if, if they're so confident that they're going to win, then there's no need of, of having all these shenanigans. It only speaks to their insecurities and knowing the fact that there's going to be a change. Look at California, where the GOP is putting up fake drop-off boxes. Yeah. That is crazy right there. Yeah. It's ridiculous. You need to find out, again, plan ahead. Find out where are the drop-off boxes. As I said, find out where the headquarters is located. Take it directly there. I want to switch gears to 45 holding a rally uh, last night in Macon, Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) Don't have me start. (laughs) We had Vernon Jones uh, crowd surfing with no mask on. As if he were at a YouTube, uh, YouTube concert. When are we going to learn to stop being a show and dance for people? Yeah. This this is, what is it going to take? Two nickels and a dime. I mean, for you to go out there and and embarrass yourself. That's basically what was served. what, What is it going to take for you to stop? I mean, out there crowd surfing. Well, basically, as Malcolm said, he he allowed himself to be hoodwinked and bamboozled. And all those individuals that, you know, and, and, and we're talking about people of color, all those individuals who were standing around supporting and doing, falling in line, it's like all they needed was a, a, a can of grease, the white chalk uh, lipstick paint, and a top hat. Yeah. And it came. They they told they would show them their true selves. You know, it's ridiculous. And you know? and think about all these people of color that is being used in an ass like Bernie Jones, <laughs> Herschel Walker. Walker. Yeah. Um, it's it's funny how now he wants to be your friend and ask you to do things for him. But but before he have anything to do with you, come on. I should say he don't care one hill of beans for people of color. He don't. Never has. You know, this is not new information. You know, this is not a new discovery. He's always been that way. You go back to, you talk to anybody else from, from New York, they can tell you the same thing. The man has a history of racism and bigotry. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. You know, and that's why it's disappointing, disappointing and troubling that now Ice Cube wants to decide to to meet with 45 and have discussions with him. I don't care what he claims the meeting was about. This is all about dollars right here. Absolutely. If you you listen to his interviews and and reasoning, 45 have no plan for people of color. Why why would you want to meet with him? And Yeah, why would you want to meet with him? What do you think you're going to gain? This man is not going to listen. I I mean, it doesn't – I don't understand why you're wasting your energy or time unless there's some other hidden agenda of motive there. Well, there must be, I mean, for, you know, 
Steve Harvey discovered what happens when he when he met with 45 in Trump Tower. Uh, Kanye lost his mind even more so after meeting with him. You know, it, it's like it's it's sad to say, but it's like the White House is so full of demons since this this clown has been in the office that uh, people may go in with sanity, but they come out losing their minds. It's this it's it's a curse that surpasses all logic. I mean, you can't put it together. You know, there is no reasoning. Uh, I mean, I would love to be a fly on the wall. You you know what? I I don't even want to touch it. I'm I'm be honest with you. I I don't even want to touch it. I I'll let them do what they want to do over there. I just keep my eyes open and my head on the swivel. Yeah. Um, yeah. And because I mean, and it plays right into these conspiracy theorists uh, that he's tied to. And he's, it's funny how these people that's involved with all these conspiracies support this man. That is no coincidence. Right, right. And it's not just these, you know, you can't just say it's all uh, Facebook and Twitter. You got even look at Fox News. It goes back to, you know, you got to be careful what you watch and listen to on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes we are listening to things or, or watch things we don't normally listen to. You always want to know what the other side is thinking and doing. But if you constantly watching or listening to the same thing of this type of misinformation, you're going to be programmed. Yep. And, and that's why you see a lot of, 45 supporters is like a cult. They're, yeah, he's a cult leader. <laughs> yeah, they're not in touch with reality. They nah. so far, they're so far out there. And now you got these conspiracy theorists in there and, and throwing more misinformation. It, it's just, it's crazy. And it's dangerous. And it makes you wonder about all these people, what's going on in their in their lives and that will make them gravitate to something like this. Something is missing. Mm-hmm. Something is missing. Well, you know, it all it takes is a person who can't think for themselves, who can be easily swayed into believing BS. Mm-hmm. You know, just like when he had his now defunct uh, Trump University. You know, many of the people that they interviewed after after uh, it it became clear, you know, they're all suing. And unfortunately, they'll never recover their money. But uh, basically, the, the, the class... And he wasn't accredited. That that's the interesting thing, which is the reason why the the state of New uh, New York had sued him. Um, but you know the man has been a walking bowl of BS ever since he came out the womb. You know, I'll say it once. I'll say it again. No, 
he, he came out the womb lying and and conning and being deceptive. Um, and it's interesting how how vitally different he and his sister are. They're different as night and day. And then when he decided to get into politics, you know, the worst was brought out of him. Well, you know why they say he really ran for president. He he didn't expect to win the first time. Yeah. He was hoping to when he ran for president in 2016, it would help his failing businesses. He was hoping mm-hmm. to uh, boost his brand. That's what it was about. Yeah. yeah. It has nothing to do with the country whatsoever. No, it has nothing to do with the yeah. country. Yeah. And, you know, like we said, you know, in the previous podcast, this man is broke. Yeah. You know, it was recently released. This guy is a billion dollars in debt. Yeah. Which beckons the question all the more. Who does he owe that much money to? You know, that enough, it was initially $421 million, which was reported. But now, a billion? Hmm. Somebody. (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy, man. It is to and especially to walk around and claim that you're this great negotiator and successful businessman. And what he is, he's a successful bullshit artist. Yeah, excuse my Spanish, but yeah, that that's what he's 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 greatest at. He has no managerial skills. He has no humanity skills or character. Um, I, I'll say too bad he wasn't struck down when he stood in front of the church holding the Bible upside down. Um, his, his day is coming, and, and 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 I'm not wishing or anything, but he's going to have to answer for all the things he have done, just like we all will. Yeah. But this guy, he's he has a lot to answer for. In more ways than one, and I, I guarantee you, it's going to be sooner than later. And I'll just leave Absolutely. it like that. Absolutely. Well, you know, God just say, you know, vengeance is mine. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's definitely broken the golden rule: do unto others as you would have them do unto you. You know, he, he's he's kicked that can long down the street. I don't think it's ever been a, a part of his of, of his character or his person um, ever. Um, you know, and, and, and going back to, to Ice, Ice Cube, I really feel sorry for the brother because he sold himself out for 30 pieces of silver. And, and it, it goes... And it makes me think about a conversation, you know, we've had before and we talked about, you know, these jokers, you know, once you get a a certain amount of zeros behind your your bank account, because, you know, think about Shaq. He said this is his first time ever voting. Hmm. Yeah, I heard that. And and the thing is, and I'm going to say it, and I know a lot of people might not like it, I think a lot of 
a lot of brothers, when they get a certain amount of zeros uh, in their bank account, they forget, and then I'm not saying Shaq or anybody, but I'm saying a lot. They forget mm-hmm. uh, or they uh, stop thinking about being black or a person of color. And, you you know, that should be always first. You know who you are. Well, you know, you're black. would never, ever let them live that down. Yeah, you you know, you're a black man or a person of color first. Uh, but I, I think because the privilege they have by having so much money, they stop considering themselves being as being black or person of color because of those privileges. They don't even look at themselves being as black anymore. That's just my personal belief. Not right. saying all of them, but I, I really believe a lot of them feel that way. Yeah. And and it's sad because realistically speaking, they'll never ever be accepted. You know, Michael Jackson learned that the hard way. O.J. Simpson learned it the hard way. Tiger Wu learned it the hard way. Are people not paying attention? You know, it was, it, it was stated that uh, Ice Cube in particular was used in order to garner the black male vote because he's so highly respected within the black community, African-American community, people of color community. Yeah, because 45 needs and wants 20% of the black male vote. That's all he needs. Yeah. yeah. Well, statistically, and, they say that black women tend to, 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 to vote more Democratic anyway. I don't know what it's going to take for, for brothers to wake up. You know, what What we have experienced in these four years, you know, we're not, we're not even going to talk about years prior to him coming in office, but in these four years, if we have not been shown who the true person is that sits in the Oval Office with respect to people of color, I don't know what it's going to take, to be perfectly honest. Well, I'm going to take it deeper than that. Think about some of the people you you might work with or just out in public. You know, we talk about this every week, or well, at least I do, about people are showing who they really are. Mm-hmm. You can just just go out, wear your mask, of course, and you can just watch people and, and how certain people interact with other people, how rude they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of your coworkers are are not as nice as they used to be. You see that now. Yeah, I saw. You know, I saw it before. But but this, as you said, you know, it it's become more and more pronounced. It's like they have a license, an open license, like you know, open carrying a firearm. They have an open license to be who they really are. Before it was pretense. Now this is the real deal. I mean, I'm, I'm personally, I'm glad you're sharing who you are. So I know. Oh, you me know, too. Yeah, I know. I want to know who I'm dealing with. Yeah. And and it's it's no coincidence that, you know, there are 175, 175 white ring racist groups now that's on the FBI radar. Mm. You know. Uh, that's right. That that is a lot. That's a lot. 
And, you know, that's, we need to be thinking about domestic terrorism, you know. Which is on the rise, obviously. Yes. And and this COVID-19 makes it all the worse because they've gone now into a panic mode. You know, they were talking about today on the news about the number of firearms that have been that have been sold and licenses that have been issued just since June. And it was to the tune of 28 million permits and firearms. It said that gun purchases have gone up over 90%. Ammunition purchases have gone up over 135%. For the occupier to use his dog whistle into telling Proud Boys, stand by. Well, I will say this. There's a lot, just as many people of color being registered and buying firearms. So oh, yeah. and I and I leave it at that. And yeah. you know, so that that goes both ways. Um right. I mean you can't you go online, it's you can't really even buy ammunition anymore. Right. Well, Everything is no, on and, back order. Yeah. Well and you know, and what I'm saying is that people I I think more so people of color are more concerned than the other side. Yeah. If yeah. the election doesn't go, you know, doesn't go their way, they're they're going to be the ones to first retaliate because it didn't go their way. I'm gonna flip it a little bit. So, what do you think about the Barrett hearing? Hmm. She's lying all between her teeth. She knows quite well how to avoid answering direct direct questions, at least direct questions from. Uh, from the Democratic side of the, of the judicial panel. Um, if she is appointed, uh, we will see the Constitution and all the rights that have been gained over these past decades out the door. Um, 45 purposely put her there even though he claims that he hadn't spoken to her about um, about the very issues that he's concerned with, you know, we know he's lying about that because he, you know, he's he's had to speak with her in order for him to want to have her acceleratedly put through and appointed to the court. Well, she will be appointed. I mean, that's that that train is pretty much pulled into the station. Yeah. If this is a lifetime appointment, and one yeah. thing I would say about Democrats, their priority has never been to put judges on the courts, and the uh, Republicans always had priority to put their judges on the court in the court. So they're paying for it now. Basically, in a nutshell. Yep. And you know, as you said, you're 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 absolutely right. You know, Democrats, you know, they they shut down President Obama's uh, nominee. But prior to that, when when uh, Bush was in the White House, let's see how many were appointed. Was it two, three? 
Yeah. And the numbers just keep on adding up. Yeah. I mean, if you you can look at throughout history how many judges that uh, Democrats have put on the bench compared to the Republicans. And the Democrats have never fought as hard to put their judges on the bench. Look how hard the Republicans fight to get their judges to the bench, you know. Yep. I mean, they they will they will sell their mother to make sure that she gets on the bench because they know the the long term ramification. Mm-hmm. And and the thing is, what we need to understand what the difference between the Democrats and the Republicans. The Democrats always plan and think for now. The right. Republicans think for years long down term. the road, long term, exactly. Yeah. But the Democrats needs to to start thinking long term. Exactly. If not, they will always have the Supreme Court in opposition to whatever it is that they're that they're wanting to accomplish when it goes when it has to go to the Supreme Court and to the appellate court as yeah. well. You have to be. And the funny thing about it. By the Democrats playing this way, they always playing catch up. And, you know, because whenever they like, okay, we're here, the Republicans that moved on and and working something else. Mm -hmm. Like we're moved away from that. And now the Democrats are thinking like the Democrats now are thinking about, you know, judges on the bench. And Republicans are like, we already got them stacked so we can move on to something else. So. There needs to be a change in my, of mindset with the Democratic Party. Uh, but like you said, uh, you know, if Biden and Harris get into the White House, they need to push. And especially if if it becomes a if the Senate becomes dem- more Democratic. Absolutely. Yeah, they should add on some more justices to make sure that it's fair and equitable going forth, because right now we're behind the eight ball. We're at the mercy of, of, of these Republicans who are only going to think about their their party, even though they're not supposed to be partial, but they are. And decisions that they make, they're partial. Well, just think about this now. The, uh, most of the, the GOP senators who's been uh, following behind 45, now that they pretty much got Barrett there, they're ignoring 45 now. Mm-hmm. It's like we got what we needed. So yeah. now they're like, whatever. Now, you know, you hear them talking about uh, he's messed things up and they want to come out and say things now. Where were you? Why weren't you saying things a while ago? The damage was <laughs> done. But they got yep. what they needed. Look at yeah. Wall Street. Wall Street have said now we got what we needed out of the market. We need Biden to win. That's why those individuals need to be completely removed. Vote. 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 Your lives depend on it. Can't stress it enough. November 3rd, people. And again, if if Biden win, all right, what are you going to do? All right, what, what agendas that you need to push? We need to hold Biden accountable. Absolutely. Oh, oh, this is definitely not a gimme. And, and, exactly. And, oh, no, no, this is but, no, but, you, you're going to have to own up. And see, when if if when you need to have a plan in place, OK, what's the next move? What are the agendas? What do we need to tackle? You can't say, oh, Biden's in there now. We can relax. No, 
You really need to have a plan. Everyone needs to come up with something. Got to have a game plan. Got to have they a plan. They do. Man, they plan stuff out years ahead, man. They were yeah. planning this out when Obama won his first term. You have to always think ahead. It's like a chess piece. Got to think yep. three, was it three, four steps ahead? Yeah, three moves yeah. ahead. And can't take a the hell with it attitude that my vote is not going to count because your vote does count more than you realize. And if it doesn't affect you personally, directly, while you're on this earth, it's going to affect your children, your grandchildren, and your great-grandchildren for decades to come. Yeah. The playing field is uneven. Time to even it. Got to come with the right game plan. Got to vote. Three, four, five, six hours. That should be nothing. It's incumbent upon you to step up. Cast your vote. With that, the hell with it. The hell with it. Say what? Say what? Say what? The hell?